0: and we honor them, you know, on this day, what does it actually mean, you know, to honor your mother? Does it mean that, you, you know, obviously, a thank you, obviously, you know, most of the time is, is needed, but there's so many things that moms do that, we, that often go unseen, as we saw this morning in that video, that, you know, the unnoticed mother, that I think sometimes we can take them for granted, um, and we forget about them. You know, it's like, well, that's mom, that's what she's supposed to do. the thing is is that mom's not supposed to do a lot you know but she does it out of love right and for those you know that maybe are thinking that today is a hard day they're saying you know what um my mom has passed away or you know what i really don't seem i don't really have a good relationship with my mother Um, i want you to know that in psalm 27 verse 10 it says when my father and mother forsake me or leave me or fail me then the lord will take me up so I want you to know that even that if you don't have the best of relationships or your mom has passed on, the Lord is right there with you. And I wanted to also say that the verse that I was looking for was Psalm 46, verse 10. It says, Be still and know that I'm God. I looked it up really quick. But that's what I want you to realize and know is that, that if your father and your mother, if they have left you, forsake you, failed you, God says, I am right there with you. I will take you up. Our scripture this morning is actually Ephesians chapter 6. Verses one, uh, one through three, it says, "Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. That it may be good or may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth." Colossians three twenty says, "Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing unto the Lord." Exodus chapter twenty verse twelve says. You know, this is back in the old testament honor thy father and thy mother that they uh, that thy days may be long upon the land which the lord thy god giveth thee and you say well you know i you know the person i'm sitting next to is not my mom well hopefully that's the mother of your children or the fact that you know what somebody gave birth to you you didn't just pop out of nowhere all right you just wanted you to know just like Whoop, there i am and so the thing is is that we look at even at this is, you know, uh, this this verse right here, for those, you know, that maybe have a mom that's not necessarily the best of moms, needs to read this one. This is in Exodus chapter 21, verses 15 and 17. It says, he that smiteth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. And he that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. So what it's saying in this is that, that if you hit your mom, you, you curse, you're saying all these bad things about your mom, the thing is, is that the Bible says that you honestly should be put to death. So it brings a little bit of perspective and you're going this is a wonderful mother's day message i just want to remind you right now that you know today like i said you know the, the title of the sermon is honor thy mother and what i want us to you know to realize is that nowadays a lot of mothers are not being honored if we go you know, biblically you know as far as what the bible says that should happen when a mother is not honored it's you know the ramifications are huge Let's look at Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 through 9. It says this. Then came Jesus, then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. And you're going, what does this have to do with moms? It's coming. But he answered and said unto them, Why do ye also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curseth uh, father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, whosoever shall uh, shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be uh, profited by me, and, honored, uh, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of God of none of fetch by your tradition. Ye hypocrites, well did Elias... Prophesy you you saying, this people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and, their, uh, and honor and honor with me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they worship me, and teaching for, uh, for doctrines the doctrines of men. Now, what we need to see, even back then with the Pharisees, they were saying, "Well, why don't you, you know, why don't your disciples wash their hands, making their tradition more high?" And Jesus hits right at the heart of the matter. and says, "Why don't you honor your mother and your father?" I mean, it doesn't seem like it's on the same playing field, but he's saying, you know what, that's the most basic thing that we do. That's the most basic thing we do is honor our mother and father. And he actually even says that if you, if you don't, that your heart is far from him. So, like, the moms, as, you know, you know the, the people out there that say that, oh, I, honor, uh, you know, I, I worship the Lord, I love the Lord, but yet don't honor their mother and their father, the Bible says that your heart is far from them. And here's the other part. is In today's culture, it is seen as something as confusing and a burden, and in some cases a curse, or hated, or an inconvenience, and not honorable to be a mom. Have you ever met somebody or heard somebody when you're out shopping treat their kids? You know how, what I'm talking about. Treat their kids like they're just animals, and the kids are smarting off back to you know back to mom, back to dad. It is looked at nowadays as I've heard people even say, "Ooh." I've had one child oh uh, that's enough it's an honorable thing to be a mom there are moms out there that are you know there are ladies out there that would love to be moms but yet can't and the thing is is that it's only been over the past 75 years or so that women and moms have been under attack i mean think about it if a guy says i self-identify he all of a sudden becomes a mom that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, they go on, you know, and, and they start talking about how they can, you know, uh, like men can have babies. No, they can't. If you don't know what that means, you know, the plumbing ain't working right. <laughs> Just gonna say it. The thing is, is that moms, you know, seem today have no, uh, you know, little or no value anymore. It's not seen as a good thing to be a mom anymore job or career or all these things seem to be you know the highest priority just like the pharisees you know that we just read about they're not they weren't honoring their parents they weren't honoring their mothers today as you know uh, like i said society is not honoring moms the pharisees had a problem with elevating traditions or opinions over god's word that's how it is in society nowadays i mean think about it planned parenthood started what less than 100 years ago and since then it's gone downhill to be a mom and people think that all of a sudden and this isn't a step on your toes so you guys you know what I'm going to tell you right now for someone to sit there and say you know what it's okay for me to go sleep around as long as I take a pill that kills a child that it's okay there is a problem you need to uh, realize what a birth control pill does you say well no it stops me from no it doesn't if you are pregnant at that moment, it actually will kill the, uh, the embryo at that moment. Read up on it. Do some research. If you don't believe me, do some research on it. But the thing is, is that what they call it as Planned Parenthood it has always been, has been murder. It started with the pill. Now it's full on abortions. And it just keeps on going on down the line. Moms, you know, today are looked at as being a problem. Children are looked at as being a problem. They don't honor... You know, and children, the reason why this is all a problem with the Pharisees and nowadays is that the, the Pharisees' heart wasn't right. They weren't right before God. And obviously nowadays we can say that people's heart isn't right towards God. People think that their opinions, and I don't know about you, just watch any kind of TV show, there's opinions everywhere or traditions are to be held higher than what God's word says. They don't honor their parents, and they think the fact that when they, that they can worship God and not honor mom. The Bible says it's impossible. If you don't honor mom, if you don't honor dad, it's impossible to please God. Your parents have been placed in your life by God. They are ordained of God. You say, well, I don't like my mom. I don't like my dad. They have been ordained by God. You need to honor them. This is, like I said, you know, what we read earlier is a serious thing for children to honor their parents. Namely, the fact that, you know, obviously today we're honoring mothers, but let's see a little bit more what the Bible has to say about moms and their role in society. Let's start from the beginning. In Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 and 24, we see that women are designed by the Lord to be a helpmate to their husbands as to cleave to them. And just like their mothers, women are to be mothers as well. One of the ways God blessed women is to be a mother. We see this when Adam calls his wife Eve. Her name literally means mother of the living, of all living. The first blessing that the Lord gives to Sarah is a son. And she says this in Genesis 17. It says, and I will bless her and give thee a son of her, uh, also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she will be a mother of nations. King of the people shall be of her. It's a blessing to be a mother. I know it's not easy being a mother. I'm not a mother, but I see the way that my wife takes care of, of our daughter, and I know she's tired. I know she's exhausted. I know that she's, you know, going around And there's days where she wants to pull her hair out. I know it, but I asked her the other day, I said, you know, I looked right at her and I said, You know that, you know, and I just asked her this question, do you think it's a blessing to be a mom? And she said, "Almost oh, definitely. That she wouldn't change it for anything. Like I said, being a mother is not easy. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, it says, My son, hear the correction, or sorry, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace upon thy neck and chains about thy that now what does it say it says forsake not the law of mother mom is actually according to you know scripture is, is supposed to teach the child even especially in scripture we see this you know throughout there and the thing is, is that it says forsake not the law of mother of the mother what is the law the law is the word of god forsake not what she says right and what does it say if you do this if you don't forsake what your mom is telling you to do what does it say it's going to be an ornament or it's going to be like a, it's going to be yeah, an ornament uh, of grace upon thy head and chains about thy neck. What's it going to do? It's going to make mom look good. When you follow the word of God that your mom is teaching you and showing you, the Bible says that it's going to be like a decoration. It's it's going to make her look even better. Has your mom ever come up to you? I know my mom you know at times because I was acting out when I was doing it has come to me and said, you know I've never been more embarrassed to be seen with you in public. I actually had to say that to my daughter and it hurt me to say it. I had to say that to her a couple weeks ago. We were over at uh, uh, getting the car, the oil change on the car and she decided that she wasn't, you know, because other people were there, she felt like she could just do whatever she wanted to do and not listen to dad, just all of a sudden acting out. Oh, there's a verse that talks about that and she got it when she got home but the thing is, is that when you're, you know that when your child listening to you and they obey you and, and they're doing the things that they're supposed to do, there's a joy for you. I mean, think about this. It, uh, like I said, uh, biblically, the mother is to teach the children both the Bible and to train them up in the faith. Proverbs 31, uh, 31.1 says, the, uh, the words of King uh, Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. Also, We also see this with Timothy being taught by his mother and grandmother, Lois and Eunice. I just know this like i said before that my wife is one of the hardest working uh, women i know right actually one of the hardest working people that i know she gets up in the morning and instantly her mind shifts to what do i gotta do to get lily ready to learn i know that instantly when she gets up that's instantly where she goes and oftentimes she's also trying to be quiet so that way lily doesn't wake up so that way she can get some stuff done to teach her proverbs 23 22 says hearken unto thy father that begat thee and despise not thy mother when she is old. For some of us, like I say, we look at mom as being maybe an inconvenience. She was okay, yeah, she gave birth to us, but what does the Bible say? It says do not despise her. What does that mean? Well, I don't despise her. I just don't like her. It's the same thing. It says not to despise her. And here's another thing you can do. I understand maybe if you were like younger. Maybe if you're a teenager, but you know what, you can even get over that, you know, even as a teenager. You need to call or talk to your mom today and just tell her that you love her. I know that some of you all will always say, well, you know what, I, I don't really want to do that. And they still got to hold on to the teenagers because you don't want mom, you know, giving you a kiss before you go to school and, and all that sort of stuff, saying, you know, that you love her and all this sort of stuff. But some of you are 29, 30, 40, 50 years old, and you're still not wanting to, you know, tell your mom that you love her. You know what? Get over it and change. Because you need to call your mom and let her know what a difference that she has made in your life. You say, well, she hasn't made. You can find one good thing about your mom to say to her. Don't say that you can't. Think about it. That's what Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16. It says, Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged and that uh, it may go well with thee uh, in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And you say, you know what? You've been reading the same verses. No, these are different verses throughout Scripture. Is telling you that it is important to honor your mother. I want to go even a little bit more deeper as we honor moms today. I want us to see what the Bible even says as far as what uh, you know, what a mother you know, how we're supposed to honor our mothers, but also how children should see it as well. How do you honor your mother? Well, for one thing, you make wise choices. Hopefully, that's by following your mother. Proverbs 15, 20 says, A wise son maketh a a glad father, but a foolish man despiseth his mother. There's that word again, despise. But what does it say? It says a wise son or a wise child would make him glad, right? If your child is making wise choices and everything else, what does that make you? It's proud, right? That's a good thing. But it says a foolish man despises his mother. Why? Because he has no idea how much the mom means. What does that word despise mean? It says to scorn, disdain, to have, a, to have the lowest opinion of. To regard with contempt, disgust, disgust, distaste, or disdain, scorn, loathe, to detest. And I've met some people that say, well, I'm not going to call my mom because she did this, this, and this. She wasn't the best mom ever. The Bible never says if your mom is the best mom in the world, that if you grew up in a Christian home or whatever. The Bible just says to honor your mother. And here's the other thing is the Bible also says that when we begin to show honor to where honor is due you know most of the time this applies you know to your spouse but the same the same thing happens when you start showing honor where it's going for that authority oftentimes what's going to happen maybe mom comes to know the Lord if she doesn't know Jesus that's why you should show honor to your mom well for one thing God says uh, you know says to do it and remember that part that says, this is the first commandment with a promise, that your days may be long upon the earth. That's, that's pretty severe, that if you don't honor your mom, he's basically saying your days are not going to be long, uh, you know, uh, prolonged. They're not going to be lengthened, either by the Lord or by your mom. You don't honor mom, mom might take you out. I'm just saying, Just, I'm just kidding. I hope I'm kidding. Nobody's going to be, you know, something going to take out their children. But anyways, that's the thing that we need to do is the first commandment with the promise that if we do this, what does Jesus say? That you honor him. You do worship and you are spiritual. Here's another one. Proverbs 23, verse uh, 22 uh, through 25 says, hearken or listen unto thy father that begat or gave birth to you and despise not thy mother when she is old. By the truth, and sell it not. What does it mean? Invest your time in the Word of God. Study to show yourself approved to God. That's what it means. Buy the truth. This is the truth. Do not sell it. Don't give it up, you know, for what the world tells you. That's what it's telling you. Do not sell this, but keep it. Study it. Meditate on it. And the thing is, I've heard people say, the, uh, you know, the children do not have a manual. Yes, they do. It's called the Word of God. If you want to know how to discipline your child, how to uh, correct your child, how to instruct your child that's in here. It has an owner. Ma- well, I don't, that's a lot of pages to be reading. Well, you know what? Then stop pulling your hair out and everything else and saying that there's not a manual one. There actually is. The Bible tells you the way to, to raise up your child. That's gone. It also said. also, uh, it says, buy the truth and sell it not. Also, wisdom and instruction and understanding. That's how you're going to figure out how to lead your child. The father of the righteous shall greatly rejoice, and he that begetteth a wise child shall have joy of him. Thy father and thy mother shall be glad, and she that bare thee shall rejoice. I mean, think about that. We just talked about it. That if you're following what the word of God is, you're teaching you know, the child, and don't worry, ladies, in a month, Father's Day is coming up. Because right now you're saying, why is it always my job? Why, why do I got to do it? Father's Day is coming. I'm just focusing on the ladies this morning. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not. I'm honoring mothers. But here's the thing: what does it say? It says, thy father and thy mother shall be glad, and she shall, be, uh, and she that bare thee, or that gave birth to you, shall rejoice. If you're doing, you're teaching your, your child, you know, the word of God. And the thing is, is what's going to happen when you do it. It says you're going to rejoice. You're going to be glad. Why? Because you're showing them the right way. Now, so are, are some. You know, uh, some kids maybe a little bit more strong-willed. Yes, I have one. But the thing is, is that we slowly see certain things coming in, and slowly, th- you know, uh, you know the bad things going as we, you know, we're teaching her over and over again. And the thing is, is that when we are raising, you know, raising godly children is going to take hard work. Nobody ever said being a parent. Nobody ever said being a mother was going to be easy. But it's probably one of the most rewarding. Oftentimes, I've seen my child act out, and then I have to like assess the uh, you know what happens because oftentimes, if I don't assess the situation and and, and realize it, the Lord's going to bring it and, and make me assess it, because what ends up happening is that when my child is acting out, it's probably because of something that I taught her. I know I'm the only one in this room that has ever taught their child a bad thing of not how to do it. I think of a, a former youth pastor um, that I was a youth leader with, and he was uh, playing video games. And his baby's just sitting there. She's probably about, I think, about three or four months old. Now she's like, you know, 12, I think. But she was like three or four months old. He's here playing a video game. I can't even remember what, uh, which one it was. But he's sitting her going, he's playing, and he couldn't get past a certain level. Now I know that. N- No person in this room is going to have this problem, but couldn't get past a certain level and started throwing, basically, a temper tantrum. I mean, he was just like, he was being goofy and everything else, but he's like, oh, whatever, and just started going like this. Didn't, like, throw anything, but it's just whatever. And all of a sudden, he looked over and saw his daughter, and he goes, I think I just uh, taught her how to throw a temper tantrum. Children watch you. They see you. That's one of the reasons why, you know, it's the easiest thing to, to teach a child a foreign language when they're young, because they're a sponge. They pick up everything, whether it's good or bad. They pick up everything. I sat there many a times and my wife looks at me and she goes, You know, that's you, right? I said, Yeah, I know. My bad. And I have to. And then there's other times where she realizes and she goes, You know, that's that's me. I, I. your child will pick up everything uh, that you do. Now, here's one of the things that, you know, they, they're going to learn from you as, I, as I'm about ready to read here. First Timothy chapter five, verse four says, but if any widow have children or nephews, let them learn first to show piety at home and to requite their parents for that is good and acceptable before God. What does it say? It says, let them learn first to show piety at home, show holiness, show how, how to live before the Lord. The thing is, is that they're going to learn more from you than they are ever from me. Or for Miss Pat, and I think Miss Pat, I think the you know the ladies that take care of the kids, you know, like Miss Chastity and Miss Catherine, they do a wonderful job teaching our kids. But let me tell you this: they're going to learn more from their parents than they are, you know, ever from from them on Wednesday night or from me, you know, on Sunday. They're going to learn, it and you're going, oh, that's not a good thing. Well, you know what? There is forgiveness in the Lord. Here's the other thing is, and it says, and to requite their parents what does that word mean because it's not really a word that we use to repay or to reward so this is good and acceptable What does it saying it says the fact is is that when we show uh, godliness at home when we show them how to live a godly life in everything that we're doing the thing is is that we are going to get repaid or rewarded because they're going to be following what we've taught them repay can be you know like i said it could be on both uh, you know both uh, perspectives don't be like the youth pastor playing a video game and you're showing your kid how to throw a temper tantrum. But if you do, the best thing to do is apologize. And you're like, well, that baby was like three or four months old. You can still go over there and you know tell her, you know, hey, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Babies understand a lot more than you give them credit for. I'll tell you that. Now remember, you know, in, in the situation in 1 Timothy, that Timothy is being taught by his mother and his grandmother. Paul is bringing this back to Timothy's remembrance so that he can teach mothers in the church to do the same he's saying hey remember when your mom and your grandma used to teach you you need to teach moms also that it's their responsibility as well to do that he even says this in second Timothy chapter 1 verse 5 he says when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice and I am persuaded that that, uh, that in thee also. He is saying, you know what? Remember how much they taught you and you need to teach them as well that they go. Here's another thing. Children are not a burden. They, the Bible actually says that they are a gift from the Lord. That they are a gift. I know sometimes that gift can act out, but the thing is the, they are a gift from the Lord. Genesis chapter 33 verse, uh, verse 15 says, or verse five says, and he lifted up his eyes and saw the woman. And the children, and said, Who are uh, those with thee? And he said, The children which God hath graciously given thy servant. Psalm 127, verse 3. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Now, I talked about the fact of uh, uh, children acting out. I want to give you the, also the verse, this is, uh, Proverbs 22, verse 15, that says this. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. I know that that nowadays they're like, well, you can't do that. That'll squelch the child's personality. I can't go over there. I can't, you know, spank. I can't do anything. I can't correct my child. I just got to, you know, sit over there and just kind of take it. No, you don't. The Bible says that, what it says, says foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall do what? Drive it far from them. I told my mom when I was 22, 23 years old, I said, thank you so much for giving me a spanking when I was a child. And she said, you didn't hate me? I said, at the moment, I did. I did. I said, I, I hated you at the moment. I said, but I would be far worse than what I am now if you didn't. She said, well, what did it teach you? I said, not to do that. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying for you to go out and beat your child. Definitely not saying that. But you know what? Sometimes as you know, we used to call it a little tap tap takes care of the situation. Because that child needs to know that you're the parent and they're the child. That you're the one that is instructing them so that way they, you, there's a reason why prisons are overflowing with criminals. is because this was never taught to them. That They are taught that if they ever did this that it was abuse. Like I said, I'm not telling you to, to beat your child. I'm telling you to discipline your child and correct them. Take care of that foolishness before, you know, it gets later on. Because right now we're seeing a whole lot of foolishness on the TV. I was hoping to get an amen on that one. But, you know, it's okay. Children are also capable of glorifying God. Like I said, here's the thing. Most people think that children, you know, they have no idea, you know, about the Lord. They can't do anything. But children are actually capable of glorifying God. Psalm 8, 2 says, Out of the mouth and babes and sucklings has thou ordained strength because... Of thine enemies, that thou mayest uh, still the enemy and the avenger. The thing is, is that children, like I said, understand a lot more than what you, than what you think. I mean, I've seen videos of kids all over the place. I mean, I think of little Samuel over here, you know, of them teaching, you know, Samuel over here. He's over there, you know, uh, you know, praying already. And 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 if you come over to him and say, you know what, you know, I hurt he'll come over there, he'll lay hands on you, and he'll begin to pray for you. Don't tell me that a child can't understand. Start that child off young, that way, you know, later on, they're not going to... 12 through 13 says, Both young men and maidens and old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven. This is something that, you know, is, you know, what does it say? It says, you know, and children says, let them praise the Lord. This is something that with our daughter, you know, we see more and more, but we've also, you know, it's it's a fine line because there's sometimes where she'll say stuff like flippantly, and we don't ever want her to, you know, treat the Lord, you know, just a flippant heart and saying, you know, oh, Lord, you know, or whatever. We just want, and, you know, she's been doing that, and she's getting, you know, more and more she's understanding and then growing, you know, in that. And so, what we, like I said, we need to, realize that children can glorify God. Children are a gift of God. And you know what? Mothers are a gift of God, from God. They are to be honored and they are to be respected. And it doesn't matter how they have treated you. It doesn't matter how, you know, if you think that they've been a good mom or not, the Bible says that you are to honor them. You are to honor them. And that's what we need to uh, and that's what we need to realize. And so, like I say, if uh, you know, everyone in here has a mom. You say, Well, no, I don't. You have a spiritual mom, you have an adopted mom, you have somebody that is a mom figure to you. Go and honor them today. Not just today, but throughout the year. And I'm, I'm working on this one with my daughter. You know, we've been teaching this you know, to her since she was like five weeks old. It's kind of funny that you say that at five weeks old, but it's like, you know what? Listen the first time. When mom asks you to do something, just do it the first time. I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you in general, if you listen the first time, it's going to be so much better for you. Just so much better. You don't see the mom's, you know, mom's vein popping up in her forehead and everything else and her getting louder and everything else because she's had to ask you 50 times. Just do it the first time, right? Let's honor our moms. Mothers are to be honored As they teach our children they are to be honored and not looked at as being like second-class citizens I've heard people say well you know what you know she doesn't really do anything all she does is stay at home with the kids all day I've heard somebody say that and I was like you better back up from that one right now she's standing right there I'm just saying don't ever say that all she does just stay at home and just take care of the kids she doesn't do anything if you want your days to be long upon this earth you better back up from that statement. And the thing that she doesn't, you better watch it. Because the thing is, is that I guarantee, I know for myself, when my wife goes out of town and I'm taking care of my daughter, my wife comes home and I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Mom, I, I don't know how you do it. I have no idea how you do it, but it's I, I, I praise God for moms. I'm just telling you right now moms are not to be despised and the thing is is that moms are to be elevated and the thing is is that children you need to obey your parents this is what the bible says now like i said before and i hinted on this before notice i never said that mom has to be perfect and that she can't make mistakes moms will make mistakes give them a little bit of grace you know what they're learning as they go i'm just telling you that you know, like I say, you have the Bible that is you know showing you. But until you're in that situation, you're going, "Oh Lord, I need to you know even look to your Word even more so." Also, I didn't say that you know before, like I said, that we don't uh, that we only honor moms that love the Lord. We show honor and respect whether they are good or bad. Also, as I've made noticed, you know, a few times in here is children are not a burden or a hassle. I'm tired of seeing uh, kids going around and it's like the parents are like, oh. Like if somebody gave them $5 for the child, they'd be like, here you go. I mean, they, have, they treat the child with such little you know, value that they're just like, you know, I don't even know why. And I think, you know, you know, and this is just, this is not in my notes. I'm just giving you this off the top of my head. I think it's because the marriage bed is no longer honored. And the reason why, I mean, you think about it. A lot of times if a mom has children with different fathers, they almost equate and put the child in the same boat that they had with that boyfriend. You value, you know, the thing is, is that and how you talk about that person as well. If you're saying that that husband and vice versa is is a good for nothing or anything else, How's that child going to sit there and think about their father or think about their mother? We need, to all, we need to realize that, you know what? Like I said, children listen. They know. And oftentimes, they act the way that they are taught. Not always, but a lot of the times, they're going to act the way that they're taught. Whether it's by you or some other way, they're going to act the way that they are taught. So moms, as you go throughout this week, I want you to remember, these are a few things. Always, you know, try to be a godly example to your kids, because they do see and mimic you. That also goes for dads too. But like I said, that's a that's you know another month. I see some of the moms going, "Oh, you better lay into those, you know, dads when you know, mother uh, your Father's Day comes around." I actually will probably be harsh. I'm just telling you, dads, right now, I'm just probably going to be harsher on dads because I'm always harsher on myself than I you know than I am anybody else. Number two that children are a gift from God even when they mess up. They are also capable of glorifying God. They should also be brought to the Lord and brought to the house at the earliest possible age. I've heard people say, well, when my child gets a little bit older, I'll bring them because I don't want him disrupted in the service. I don't care if a child disrupts the service because to me, and I've said it time and time again, that's the next generation coming up. And the thing is, is a baby or a child is not going to necessarily know how to act right away you got to teach them and if you teach them at a young age at the earliest possible age by the time they get three or four they're not like juvenile delinquents that are actually probably going to follow what you're teaching them got really quiet all of a sudden on that one and they can be instructed in the in uh, trained in the ways of god like i say at the earliest possible age i remember my wife when we got lily she just began to sing you know sing songs or you know sing songs tours all this, and a lot of those are the same songs that she remembers to this day because she started at the earliest possible age start teaching your you know kids don't sit there and wait until they're you know like oh they're off in you know preschool now so they should learn something teach them at the earliest possible age what i want to do is for all the all the ladies in the room because you say well you know what? I'm I'm not a, I'm not a mom well, maybe someday you will be. But I want all the ladies to stand. And what I wanted to do is that you know we're going to pray and we're going to get and uh, we're going to uh, give thanks and honor to moms. You know today we're going to pray a, a blessing over them because you know why? Because I, I recognize it. I know your husbands do. That your job ain't easy. But you know what? Being a mom needs to be our number it uh, needs to be your number one priority right behind right behind learning about the Lord and following the Lord amen it's not a job to be taken lightly and you'll never hear me say well she's sitting at home all day and doing nothing let's pray heavenly father